Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are Armand Araman and Benedict Gagliardi of the Vox Hunters. We recorded this last week over Skype, and I recorded my musical parts afterwards. Shout out to Cindy Barrett-Gilchrist, Get Up in the Cool's newest Patreon supporter. Thank you so much for chipping in to fund the show. It means a lot, especially right now, during the pandemic, when the show takes a lot of extra work to produce. Just a heads up to everyone, Get Up in the Cool is doing its yearly fundraiser month in November this year, which means I'll be laying it on a little thicker than usual when I ask you, the listener, to help fund the show. And to make up for it, I'm featuring some very special guests. So stay tuned. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with the Vox Hunters. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Sound. <laughs> Sounded so good. Armand Araman and Benedict Gagliardi. Welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. The Vox Hunters. Yeah. So good to Thanks be back. Thanks so much for having us. Well, so good to be here at home, but back. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> uh, there's not going to be a lot of Voxing today. It's mostly just uh, fiddle music. There'll be one. There, there'll be, yeah, one song and... Like, v- voxing in the form of dialogue. But not a yes. full voxing well, of course. match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this is sort of a last-minute thing, but, Armand, you've been collecting tunes 
and mm-hmm. you've been putting them up for October because it is. And then this is the part where I totally stall out because the whole, <laughs> the the whole like naming of what this month is is like kind of fraught. And you've addressed that a little bit. Maybe you want to introduce what we're doing this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's it is now a super long name with lots of little question marks in between each. Letter. Oh, so great. But I mean, so from my understanding, it was originally called Filipino American uh, History Month. Um, but with the videos that I've uploaded, I've decided to not only include uh, Philippine X, but also Philippine A uh, and Philippine O as well, just to be super duper inclusive of everything. Right. Um, and so there's, uh, and so you can make first... everyone mad, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and include everyone in their anger towards me. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so when I first um, uploaded uh, th- the first video at the beginning of the month, I was like, all right, here we go, Philippine, uh, what did I think it was? I thought it was Philippine History Month, basically, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool, like heritage, tunes, here we go, yeah. and then I posted the video, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, I feel good, this is this is a lot of fun to share, and then I did more reading about it and just saw like, more people posting about the month and I'm like, oh, Filipino American History Month. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then because there's also this um, kind of confusion, uh, it seems that there are a lot of folks who kind of treat it as Filipino American Heritage Month, which is very different from History Month, where, yeah. you know, we're talking about the... the our culture rather than um, the things that Filipinos and Filipino Americans have done in the country. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. And so the whole like, uh, the whole addition of X is definitely still new for me um, because I didn't, I wasn't really aware of it until maybe the last year or so. So, and then even then, it was mostly just me seeing the word and just saying it in my head. So I like never really get a chance to say it out loud. So yeah. So if, if anything, I may out of habit, just default to Filipino, but just understand that I also mean Filipino X <laughs> and Filipina. Can you, yeah. can you break those down? Yeah. So the X in Filipino X is it's taking a cue from uh, Latin X. And so it's, it's an acknowledgement that, um, you know, gender is more than just two. It's not, it's more than just binary. Sure. Um, and it's, yeah, as you mentioned before, it's very fraught. Um, <clears throat> if you, if you Google Philippine X, you'll come across many blog posts about it. And if you read the comment section, Oof. it's almost always, <laughs> but it's just like, it's just like, copy and paste situation like everybody that responds to it um in the negative is usually someone who is living in the philippines or from the philippines originally and is just like there's no x in tagalog and like you know the the language is it's it's a gender neutral language and yeah yeah, for the most part it is but you know i think it also just goes beyond the language is that like the kind of <clears throat> prominent indigenous language in the Philippines? Uh, 
it, is there even is that even a thing? Uh, I don't know about prominent <laughs> many indigenous things. language, um, but it is the the most prominently spoken uh, language in the Philippines. Okay, and so uh, and specifically, that's Tagalog. And that's okay. um, the language that my parents speak and the language that I'm learning. Um, but, you know, that's just one of uh, hundreds of languages and dialects in the Philippines. Yeah, I can I can only imagine. Yeah. So so generally, like if you you wouldn't be wrong in asking someone if they speak Filipino, but that is a very large umbrella. Right. So, so, so I guess, uh, here, here's a question that maybe there's not a simple answer to just like, it's so, it's so messy when the name of an ethnic identity is all of a sudden you're making a statement one way or another. What should, what should, what do you think I should say in this interview? Cause I'm going to have to use that language in order just to talk to you about this. What do you think I should say? Should I say Filipinx? <laughs> should I say Filipino? Because it's like, uh, yeah, what do I do? Man, you know, I'm I'm asking I'm also... you to be a monolith <laughs> for your people. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> You're standing you, up already. You heard it right here, folks. <laughs> Kevin DeWitt. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess Filipinx. Okay. You know, I'm if, if you that. end up saying Filipino, that's f- also uh, fine because I'm probably inevitably going to say that just Great. out of habit. Um, but hey, we said we gave the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that if I accidentally say Filipino, it m- more likely means I'm actually saying X and A and O. Cool. So now, now that we've like uh, gone through that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to just talk about uh I would love to talk about the music. Yeah. Uh what did we just play? Uh the three of us just The three played. of us just played <laughs> just now yeah. together. Yeah, because you somehow figured out how to reduce latency to zero. So that's pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. amazing. Um so that tune that the three of us played together in real time was a tune called Magdanim Aidibiro. Which trans it's in Tagalog and it translates to uh, planting rice is no joke. <laughs> Great, um, yeah. And so a lot of the the tunes that there that are out there more or less will have words, um, and so this is also one of them. And it's it it you know it falls into that category of happy melody, kind of intense content. Um, yeah, why is it intense? Like that could be interpreted a lot of different ways. Yeah, and you know, it kind of just depends because there's there are English translations of it, English uh uh, you know, Filipino singing English translations of the song and it just like doesn't really do it for me cuz they're just like planting rices. What is it? Planting rices never fun. <laughs> Bent from noon until the set of sun. And it's just like I don't really know cuz I think the 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 original content in Tagalog is, you know, uh, I think it communicates a lot more than just, oh man, planting rice, it is no right. joke. But it, it does mean that, but it also means so much more that, you know, you're, that's just, it is quite a hardship. Uh, my education was pretty lacking when it comes to, um, 
you know, American colonial history, uh, because probably on purpose, <laughs> I can only oh, yeah. imagine. I mean, same here. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know until pretty recently uh, of like America's um, activities there. Uh, I feel what like the turn of the last century is that like when a lot of that was happening, when the Western world was like, okay, we're just gonna fight over the rest of the world for the ne- for the foreseeable future, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm 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 only a few steps ahead of you. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like as far as Filipino history goes, Philippines Filipino history. Yeah. Um, that's something that's also relatively new to me because okay. I only just started doing actual like research into my own culture um, probably within the last two or three or so years. Yeah. Um, but my first exposure. Uh, to the music when I decided, oh, I like, you know, I play Irish music. I play old time music. What about, what's Filipino music? What is that? So, you know, went on to Google and I just typed in Filipino folk songs. And one of the first videos I ever saw was a video of Magdani Mai Dibiro. Um, <clears throat> but it is, you know, like it's that computer kitty animation. Yeah. It has, you know, it's the song and it's like, it's like weird like kids MIDI YouTube. background. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> like poppy sounding auto-tune voices and yeah. the videos have like millions of hits. And I'm like, I, I don't know if this is the thing that I'm into. Maybe I might skip this. Um, and then my second exposure to uh, not necessarily music from the Philippines, music about the Philippines was when I decided, oh, you know what? Okay. I bet there's got to be some songs about just things that have happened in the Philippines that are in English. And that was a mistake to Google (laughs) because they're all songs from the Spanish-American War. And it's like, you know, when I did that, uh, when I was doing just mild research into that area, uh, it really gave me a, a better understanding of why minstrel music is like you know a very touchy subject yeah because if because there's a part of me that was like oh okay there's a part of me that i i kind of want to make this work for me maybe i can try to turn it around and spin it but then i thought god if i ever heard anybody try to sing these songs like even if they tried to fix uh some of the the lyrics i i don't think it would make me feel very good yeah yeah and and I mean like it's and there was there was one song I found that it's it felt like I could make it work, but the part that made me feel pretty shitty about it was that um it was it was listed in this description and it was and it was a notable song because it was written by a nurse in chicago and it was uh it was a, a rewrite of the song uh, mandalay bay um but it was like a philip uh, Filipino kind of adapted version, but it was notable because it wasn't as racist as the other racist songs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe I don't want to do this. So I kind of, I ended up putting it away for, for yeah. a year or two. Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it's going to be, it's, it's going to be there wherever I, wherever I turn when it comes to Philippine XAO music. Yeah. Okay, so I guess the question I was trying to ask is when you're saying that, like, it's not as simple as just, yeah, manual labor was hard. 
I, I guess I was getting at, like, I don't know much about the history, the histories there, um, but I would imagine that um, singing about, or, or that, that rice planting, maybe when this song was conceived, um, mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't this, like, kind of uh, equitable uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that I've... might be part of it. <laughs> You know, it it really, it wouldn't surprise me. I like, I, unfortunately, I don't really have, or haven't really come across like a really good translation yeah. of the song. So it's kind of hard for me to really get, get a good feeling for it other sure. than what yeah. I've said. So, and like I said before, like, <laughs> I'm only a few steps ahead of you. Right. <laughs> and half of the time, I'm just guessing at how to play a lot of it just because yeah. the Filipino community the filipino community uh in rhode island is pretty small i mean when i was younger there were a lot of parties and mm. all the filipinos would all hang out and we'd all know each other but uh you know once all the kids grew up we all kind of just stopped hanging out <laughs> you know yeah. kept it kept it more of just close family yeah um and so, and I've, I've come to find out after doing more research of like, okay, so as far as like the Philippinex American musicians in America, where are they? They're all in California. <laughs> ah, okay. You know, California and like New Jersey, New York. And I, I mean, especially now, definitely not going down to New York or New Jersey yeah. anytime soon. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, in like a year or something or whenever you're able to like make those connections, um, maybe we'll have like some sort of redactions episode where you just an apology tour of like all this music (laughs) is just like absolutely canceled and you're sorry and you didn't know, but you should have known (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, like every day I learn something new and I go, oh shit, do I, is what I'm doing okay? Am Mm. I... Should I be playing this? T- so, I mean, at the moment, I'm I'm just doing it until I find enough terrible nuggets of information that tells me to do otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so. I think that most, most journeys of what is my heritage and how do I uh, and how do I connect with it is just going to is just going to be like that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like you're doing it in a, in a super humble and cautious way. And I do think that intent matters. And in the meantime, I'm really enjoying hearing these tunes. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> what, what do you want to play next? Uh, so next soon, uh, Chotis. Yeah. So Chotis, which does it not sound like shoddish. And there's mm. a reason. Yeah. And so shoddish being a uh was it like a it's kind of like a popular ballroom dance style or something yeah. uh, in europe and you know made its way from spain to the philippines and so uh we have our own version of a chotis uh so this is chotis vinterina and uh so one of the other reasons that's just, just a what? nice way of saying it made its way from spain to the philippines they tied it up yeah i know i like so and so this kind of brings me to my other like conflict my my dilemma of just like 
oh, whoa, I really like these tunes. They feel so familiar to me on the fiddle. They feel like fiddle tunes. Why hmm. is that? Oh, <laughs> colonization. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then I feel a little deflated playing this like super happy tune. But I I don't know. At the moment, I've I've made my peace with it because it's, you know, it's, I think, I'm pretty sure that this particular tune was composed by Filipinos in the Philippines. So cool. Great. I like, I kind of like that thought. Yeah. So shall we? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the three of us. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go together. <laughs> Here we go to the ballroom. tune i love 
like on the surface, it feels very conventional and predictable, which I, which I don't mean in a pejorative way at all, uh, which I like. <laughs> like it's very danceable and like enjoyable. But I mm-hmm. that pickup that you start with mm-hmm. uh, is is very destabilizing in a really enjoyable way. <laughs> like when I when I was learning the tune, um, I would. You know, you would even count off and I'd be like, okay, I can tell technically where one's supposed to be, but my brain is still working on trying to figure that out. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. Well, I'm I'm glad I was able to destabilize. <laughs> I'm always I, looking I, to be destabilized. <laughs> oh, good, good. I invented that pickup out oh, of thin awesome. air from my brain. It's great. <laughs> so so that's that isn't um written into the tune in the Philippines, but it is Philippinex in the sense that you did it. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. And yeah. so actually that uh but talking about uh folk music in the Philippines, um I've I'm really excited because it turns out that like, you know, the there's no standard version of any of these tunes. Sure. There's not like is, a slippery hill uh, for all these. Well not yet, I think. <laughs> um, there, I've been one of the, you know, few silver linings uh, that I've found with the pandemic is that, you know, I've been able to attend a lot of these, like, webinars and conferences yeah. in cool. the West Coast and Hawaii that I would never be able to, you know, go to or th- think to consider going. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, wait. What was I talking about? Sorry, to bring uh, forward. Learning all this stuff and amassing all. Oh, all oh, that's stuff. right. Yeah, yeah. and it was, so it was through one of these um, meetings where you know there was in the chat someone was like, "Is there like a you know like an IMSLP or like a thesession.org kind of thing for Filipino music? Because it'd be super cool to have one." And I was just like, "I am so on board with this. <laughs> yeah, let's make it happen." So yeah, so one day, someday in the future, uh, it'll be it'd be great to have something like that with you know all the regional and personal variations. Mm. So so is the idea that uh, you're saying that most of these have words? Yes, not um, this one. I don't think <laughs> not this one. Okay, so I, I guess think. I'm just wondering what was this played on originally, if if any one particular instrument. So, uh, th- so I learned the tune from uh, a recording. You can find it on YouTube of uh, Juan Silos Jr. and his Rondalia band. And so, Rondalia is a style of music in the Philippines. Uh, came over from Spain, and it's an ensemble. A Rondalia ensemble uh, consists of plectrum stringed instruments uh, okay. and part of the uh, Banduria family. So I actually have one with me. Uh, let me just run oh, over and get it real quick. So the the Banduria, uh, in the Spanish Banduria, uh, it's a 12-string instrument that kind of looks like a mandolin on steroids, okay. I guess. <laughs> so the Filipino version has 14 strings. Damn. Because there yeah. wasn't enough already. 14. How many, how many courses does it have? So it has six courses, okay. But the but the bottom three, so the three, the bottom three, so the highest pitched courses have three strings per course. Why not? 
Yeah, I mean, more. You can't more miss. is more. Yeah. <laughs> so take an yeah, extra so goes, half hour to tune it. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It goes. So it's like three strings, three, three, two, two, one, and it's tuned in fourths. So cool. You know, transposition is pretty easy, and once you get the basic hand shapes for like major, minor, mixo, and mm. all that, then you just you know move those around. So it works out pretty nicely. Now, it uh, do you is the idea that you're supposed to be able to like on that instrument just sort of switch back and forth between playing melody, playing accompaniment? Is it even organized in that kind of way, or sort of? I think I haven't really listen deeply enough to Rondalia music to to get like a sense of it but it seems like you know there's never really one instrument that's just playing the melody it seems like everyone jumps around they're they're usually um complex arrangements huh. but seems like there are kind of like two different schools of that so there's like the 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 big band kind of style like more of a, like an orchestral style where yeah things get a little fancy but then there are there's just you know, kind of like the session style where everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. I think I'm just kind of guessing. Sure. <laughs> so from, from the things that I've heard and there, there are so many awesome, awesome videos on YouTube of uh, Rondalia groups and Rondalia is spelled R-O-N-D-A-L-L-A. So not Rondalia, okay. but Rondalia. Great. So, um, so no yeah. fi- no fiddling. No fiddling. If there's any fiddling, it's just kind of like a you know. Oh, now our special guest on the fiddle. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. and believe it or not, no concertina either. What? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, hard to, right? Hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess my when I hear uh, like Spanish colonial music, uh, my so much of my experience of it is specifically Mexican music. Mm. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, Mexican accordion or other squeezy reed mm. instruments, mm. you know, but I get my, my vague understanding is that the influence of that family of instruments in Mexican music is like a German influence from yeah. German immigrants and not from yeah. the Spanish folks. Mm, so I that's... guess that, that wouldn't have also translated to the Philippines, unless there's some sort, unless they had a, <laughs> a German influence as well. <laughs> yeah. Huh. You know, I, I, who knows? Like there are so many different kinds of Filipino folk music just because there's so many different languages, um, you know, identities, islands, 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 yeah. islands like 8,000 islands, uh, which is just, I, I still don't. I can't process that. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's honestly, it's a stupid amount of islands to all call the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how was, how is it decided that this like grouping of islands is going to be the one country? Well, (laughs) colonization (laughs) decided that. Yeah. King Philip. Yeah. It's almost like talking about African culture. It's like the same kind of, you know, yeah. Yeah, What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, God. I was, that just made me think of uh, speaking of, or, you know, going back to just having little, you know, moments of crisis whenever yeah. I'm, uh, you know, going through the, the various Instagram posts of all these like uh, Philippine X, A, and O uh, accounts that I follow. 
someone had posted one about the the original like caste system in the Philippines, and I oh, was like, like the pre-colonial one. Uh, like at the beginning of colonization, okay. I I I believe anyway. Um, but so Filipinos were originally people from Spain, like pure Spanish blood, born in the Philippines. Oh, that is a Filipino. It's and like that's Afrikaners, like, like in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so so that's like the th- like group number three in the caste system of eight, I think. And okay. so me, I would be in the seventh uh the seventh ring. <laughs> which is <laughs> From the I, top? From the top, yeah. So second from the bottom, damn. Second yeah, second from Why? the bottom. End. You seem great. <laughs> Uh, I thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I would have at least like vote me for third place. <laughs> I I I identify. Wait, so that is that in that system, y- your parents were born there, but you were born of parents from there somewhere else. So that like removes you from the ideal person from Spain who was born there. Oh yeah. So does that make me like? Sp- seventh level once removed oh or something or... <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i remember when i i saw that post whatever morning that was and i'm like oh god what am i what does it mean what to be filipino I? <laughs> am i filipino <laughs> yeah shoot <sighs> yeah every day is an adventure <laughs> wow uh i mean once again Thanks for being willing to do this last minute, even though just talking about this is, like, impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I decided that, like, the only way I'm going to get through this interview is to be just as honest and candid as possible. (laughs) Yeah, it's... And, you know, just to, like, openly admit that I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) It's it's an exploration in progress. Yeah, it's an exploration in progress. So, there it is. This is where I am right now. This is great. What do you want to play next? <laughs> so, the prelude. Oh, uh, this prelude. is my favorite yeah. one. This is my favorite one. Yay! This is the one that I've always envisioned like banjo players playing. Yeah. Uh, because it's such a, a banger of a tune, which I keep on saying. And he's not he's not saying that just to be like cute and funny. It's like literally he's learned this tune and went, Oh, this needs to be on a banjo. <laughs> yeah. This is obviously a Clawhammer tune. So uh, this tune is called uh, Prelude Ethnica, and Ethnica, E-T-N-I-K-A. So this tune was, it was actually, it is a classical composition composed by a woman named Lucretia Casilag, who um, I believe wrote this and was inspired by folk music from musicians in Luzon, which is northern Philippines, uh, in the Cordillera region. So kind of inspired by that kind of music. Uh, So, yeah. But she was in Manila? Probably. I think that... So that that, uh, uh, webinar that we went to, we 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 were listening to this and learning more about where this tune comes from. And it's almost... In a way, it it almost was, uh, we were equating it to sort of like the river dance music in the Irish music community. Where oh, it's, it's based on real traditional music, but it's presented. Yeah, it's like using the instruments yeah. of the region 
for like a different purpose, I guess. Or she she would use like indigenous instruments. Yeah. Okay. And it was meant to portray, you know, traditional Filipino music. Or like an interpretation of it. Or an interpretation. But to... It was. It was. It's stage like, ele- music. like elevated. Is that like heavy air quotes? Is that the yeah, idea? Yeah, I guess so. I, Interesting. Yeah, you could say that. And so it was originally composed for solo guitar, classical guitar. Uh, but I got this from a recording of an arrangement for four guitars, and it is so rocking. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. So, but yeah, shall we? Let's do it. All right. One, two,
Yeah, that that tune rules. Uh, it feels like the one that feels the least Spanish to me out of the yeah. ones that you're sharing. And mm. I guess now what you're saying is that there's some sort of like Aaron Copeland kind of appropriation <laughs> thing going on in it, you know, which makes gives it another layer of complication. But it's still the way it's structured doesn't feel like the same. It feels more modal and less like chord progression. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess like, you know, I from my understanding is that she's not taking an existing tune and saying it's her own. Right. Um, you know, she's she's inspired by the style of the music or maybe the like the go-to phrases in that are uh, common in that style. I, I melodically that one just astounds me because I, I I'd love to learn more about this composer because she I, I, don't, I would love to know what her influences were because there's phrases in there that are almost exactly sort of old-timey tunes. Like yep. the oh, first yeah. part is like short and bread and there's another part in it that I forgot the tune that it sounds almost exact. I can't, I can't think of it right now, but it's, yeah, it's either she she was she wrote this in like the sixties or something, right? The seventies? Uh some yeah, somewhere between the sixties and eighties or so something like that. She could have had, you know, influences <clears throat> from all over because we were all connected. Yeah. <laughs> but but still, I mean it, it kinda just makes you think, you know, all this all these tiny little phrases do drift in and out of all kinds mm. of different yeah cultural and music. you know it is it is a very pentatonic tune and that's yeah. something that you you find that's pretty common in a lot of folk music yeah. does she does she put that minor three chord in or is that a vox hunters special i swear <laughs> i thought armin told me to do that oh no i did okay at some point okay <laughs> yeah 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 that was but then later he commented he's like that's a really nice chord i'm like I thought that's a chord you told me to play. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm saying that the chord I told you to play is nice. A way of complimenting. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank is, you. Is that in the original or is that uh, did you did you like that would be nice as a duo to do that? Um, I think just because the the endings of the B and the C parts they're you know similar, but there's a distinct difference between the two, and so yeah. I think maybe. Just to bring bring out that the, that different quality more, I just yeah. kind of made that a little bit more minor. I guess. It is really nice. <laughs> I really Psychic like that. So yeah, thank you. I invented it. <laughs> <laughs> so, not all of the music that we're going to do today is Philippinex. You two are the Vox Hunters, and like singing is especially like what you focus on. Um, yeah. And Armand, you are a violin maker. I am. And it is the, uh. <laughs> uh, I think it, someone recently was talking about how they were. I think maybe it was Brooks Maston. I think he was talking about how he, how resentful he is that like banjos don't get to be makers they're builders um but like every other <laughs> instrument is like a maker <laughs> it's it's for the sake of the alliteration i guess yeah i banjo builders yeah. ba- banjo maker i mean banjo cobbler. banjo banjo builder definitely sounds better than banjo maker i think i like banjo cobbler that's good banjo <laughs> cobbler. <laughs> um and 
you sent me a song that you're going to sing about that. That's yes. a, a, a pretty lengthy acrostic. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it is. It, uh, it uses all 27 letters of the alphabet. And uh, so it's a song that I wrote. Uh, it took me years to write because there are many letters to cover. Um, and so, yeah, with uh, when it comes to the music that we, you know, most usually do, uh, you'll eventually come across different types of alphabet songs other than the hmm. usual one that you know. Um, so you know, there's like the 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 sailors alphabet, the lumberman's alphabet the lumberman's alphabet there's the so uh, this is a form i i, it's a form. I you, oh, yeah. you keep saying you know and i don't because i'm so ignorant <laughs> about all oh, those sorry. traditions sorry. <laughs> now you know if you didn't know now you know that yeah there <laughs> are different kinds of alphabet songs um the uh what's the one that the gaulers sing there's it's like the farmer's alphabet or something like that oh it's so good it's very like swedish and dark and i would believe sad. that but i'm not sure about that yeah so i've always wanted to write a violin maker's alphabet because i'm a violin maker i sing this kind of music and i i love writing songs because i get to create and you know fill a void for yeah. where there's where there's you know a, a, a lack of of whatever so in this case violin making songs but i also write you know songs about filipino politics where you know i <laughs> I don't talk nicely about the president there <laughs> or, you know, uh, queer issues and sometimes combine uh, those things. But yeah, so. Oh, yeah. I love that song that you're talking about. And if you wanted to also sing that song, that would be incredible. But <laughs> if you're not ready to do that, I would totally understand. Oh, we could. I mean, we could give it a whirl anyway and then see what happens. Okay, great. Well, yeah. do this one first, obviously, because we've been working this one up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, um, and also just so that everyone knows, I've been playing on the five string violin that I just made for myself. It's so pretty. It's, it's really pretty to look at and to listen to. Yay. It I'm smells glad. good too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been huffing turpentine all summer. Um, and so, uh, where was I going with that? Yeah, so one of the reasons why I'm playing the fiddle today is because I'm tired of my current violin, and <laughs> I just want to get a better feel for what this thing even plays like, because I've never made a five-string violin before. Mm. Anyway, so here's the song. Wait, so uh, one, one last thing on, on alphabet songs in general. Oh, so yeah. for those of you who don't know alphabet songs, um, in, in many of the sort of uh, trades and, and old old forms of like working where singing would be a huge part of you know you're living apart from people and you have to entertain yourself it's funny like alphabet songs are kind of the most <clears throat> creatively uncreative way to entertain yourself while drinking that's really kind of what they are because yeah. the chorus of the lumberman's alphabet is give the shanty boy grog and nothing goes wrong but it's like oh wh what do we sing what do we sing i don't know i don't know any songs Sing the alphabet, but but put a little more into it. I mean, that's kind of basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah, put a little bit of make it lumber sexual. Make it drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> Give it some wood. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna sing note, this song yeah. uh, in a you know 
Whatever, bumps and all. Uh, we we in in the before times we host like a twice monthly pub sing, so we'll do this acapella. All right. And you at home can also sing along. It's got a chorus. <clears throat> and if you're a violin maker, then you'll probably get all the references. And if you don't know your alphabet, you're about to learn it. <laughs> and the twenty seventh letter. <laughs> Oh, A is the first note we hear when we tune, and B is for bowing on strings old and new. C is for C bouts and corners so fine, and D for dividers to mark out this line. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. And they whistle this tune they call fiddle for sale. E is for E-string and ebony black, and F is for F-holes which no fiddle lacks. G is for grit and grain, grindstone and ground, and H for hide glue from hares hunted by hounds. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. And they whistle this tune they call fiddle for sale. I is for I at the end of a scroll, and J is for joining two halves to make whole. K's the king keeper of knowledge and knife, and L is for luthier giver of life. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. And they whistle this tune they call fiddle for sale. M is for maple woods, figure and flame, and ends for the label that will bear my name. O's for old masters now long gone and dead, and P is for purfling plate, pigment and peg. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. And they whistle this tune they call fiddle for sale. Q is for quartered wood expertly sawn, and R's for repairing when something's gone wrong. S is for sound posts, the source of the soul, and T is for turpentine's pine gleaming gold. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. And they whistle this tune they call fiddle for sale. Use ultraviolet for sunning the wood, and V for fresh varnish as crimson as blood. W is willow wood weeping for me, and X for exhaustion and strong dark black tea. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. And they whistle this tune they call fiddle for sale. Well, wise for the wise folk who'll heed my advice, for you won't find a Z with two open eyes. The life of a maker can off lonesome be, and I swear it, you won't make a cog out of me. All the days of a maker are worry and wonder. 
And they whistle this tune they call Fiddle for Sale. I, I did stumble it on disease because I, 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 I changed the words this morning in the shower. So it's trying to remember it. My favorite That's... way that you stumble with that song, though, is sometimes it'll come out of the chorus into a verse and go, oh, M is the... I'm like, wait, O or M? I shouldn't oh, have yeah. told you that. Yeah, no, I have to, like, there it goes. do a bit of, like, ASL letters, keep it in my hand just to remind me of what the next, uh, what the next verse starts with. Some of my favorite moments are I is for I at the end of the scroll. Yeah. That's great. Spelled E-Y-E. I always expect you to say I is for I at the end of the bow, as in like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Often when Ben and I are performing, especially with one microphone, you uh, try we to have kill to get. Oh, I, yeah, I tried too, to kill him head. on the regular <laughs> and I fail every time. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Benedict. Next time. <laughs> uh, also, wise for the wise folks. Uh, that one's particularly obtuse, and I appreciate that. <laughs> you got it. You know, you got to stretch these things. Did you get the twenty seventh letter? No, and I'm feeling kind of stupid because oh. you like. <laughs> You, no. you made a big deal out of it, and now I'm like, I'm like looking through the lyrics on my phone. But no, that's not fair. That's it's not totally fair. fine because I found out there's a 27th letter after I wrote the song. <laughs> yeah, but how did you write? If he has the lyrics, you probably wrote the word. That's not no, fair. no. I wrote the ampersand. Oh. The ampersand? That's the 27th letter. Wait. Why? <laughs> Uh, no, the ampersand. <laughs> it's apparently like the the original way of saying the alphabet was like you know X Y Z and per se and and per se meaning and all on its own and and as in like et or the, the like thorn you know in like old English they had the 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 ye the y e like ye oh. old tavern that's it's not actually pronounced ye it's actually just the. Okay, what? Cameron, That's I'm as okay. confused and uh, like this my is brain what Wikipedia is taught just me. as much as you know. Wikipedia taught me this. <laughs> it, uh, old English scholars will back me up on this. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully. Oh my god, <laughs> ye old Wikipedia scholars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to bu- do you want to bust out that other one that you're talking about with the the marriage of your sort of political Busted. songs and uh, Filipinx heritage? Yeah, bust it, bust it. Great, I'm busted out. Yeah, so this one, uh, this is a song that I wrote uh, t- two or th- God uh, two years ago. Um, I was at my uncle's surprise. Uh, retirement party <laughs> slash birthday party um, and as but I was was leaving, it a surprise to him that he was that he was yeah, retiring like, surprise, surprise you're retiring. we're retiring you're you <laughs> <laughs> you're done um, uh, surprise birthday party <laughs> great um, Ooh, that is a great way to say that you're fired like surprise you're retiring 
Oh, that's a kind way to put that it. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, as I was leaving the party, uh, I bumped into the parents of a middle school classmate. So I hadn't seen him in many a year. And so yeah. I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? It's it's me. Do you remember me? And they're like, oh, are you are you Armand or Andrew? Andrew being my brother. I'm like, oh, it's me, Armand. And they go, oh, oh, cool, cool. Uh you know, and they proceeded to ask me a question immediately. And immediately, like, yeah, you know, not even how are you or anything like that. I got very annoyed, so I wrote the song. <laughs> Great, <laughs> and it goes like so. Oh, I don't know when's the last time we sang this. On the porch with Jake. Oh yeah, porch pride. Um, oh. Hi, here we go. Based on a true story. Of me. <laughs> I kissed a boy and it was a joy. Oh, I loved him very well. But our playful sport, it was cut too short by the toll of the morning bell. And then one day my nanai calls and this is what she said. Oh dear, oh dear, my dearest dear, have you got a girlfriend yet? No highs, hello. Or how you've been, just the vexings you beget. For it's every damn time you see my face, you'll say, Have you got a girlfriend yet? Well, I set my course and I headed up north for to fiddle all night and day. And maybe meet a fella who could sing a cappella or could step so blithe and gay. And then one day my Tito calls and this is what he said. Oh dear, oh dear, my dearest dear, have you got a girlfriend yet? No highs, hellos, or how have you been? Just the vexings you beget. For it's every damn time you see my face, you'll say, have you got a girlfriend yet? Well, I met my man down in the downtown for to ramble and rove all day. And all the ladies, they'd sigh, throw a shady side eye. What a waste, what a waste, they'd say. And then one day, my... Who, does, who calls? My Lola calls, and this is what she said. Oh dear, oh dear, my dearest dear, have you got a girlfriend yet? No highs, hellos, or how have you been? Just the vexings you beget. For it's every damn time you see my face, you'll say, have you got a girlfriend yet? Well, my schooling's done and I've had my fun. Now I call Rhode Island home. Oh, I've pleasures and pursuits, and I put down my roots, and my life, it is my own. Then here comes you, somebody new. I guess you knew me then. And then you'll say, oh dear, my dearest dear, have you got a girlfriend yet? No highs, hellos, or how have you been? Just the vexings you beget. For it's every damn time you see my face, you'll say, have you got a girlfriend yet? No, no highs, hellos, or how have you been? Just the vexings you beget. For it's every damn time you see my face, you'll say, have you got a girlfriend yet?
Hat. <laughs> Thank you for uh, taking a last minute request. Oh yeah, That's hey, I mean it's 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 relevant to Filipino yeah, XAO music. <laughs> Heteronormative over there too, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they got for, that too. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely do. I mean, like, divorce is illegal in the Philippines. Wow. Yeah, divorce is illegal, but although right now I think they they're they've they're kind of deciding whether to potentially legalize it and uh word on the street is that it's because certain politicians are in unhappy marriages. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a g- <laughs> whatever it takes, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it is uh uh yeah, I have so many conflicted feelings about the the Philippines. I mean, like it's it's a strange place. The current president, he's a terrible person. Uh, you know, no. lots of extra. <laughs> I know. What, what, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thought it was bad here. Um, extra extrajudicial drug related killings. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, since. Whenever he was voted into office 2016 or so, there's been like seven or maybe eight or nine thousand people killed now just for like being guilty of, you know, just guilty associations, associations with this is a decree from a man who is happy to say that he has killed before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's killed like at least three people or something like that. It's it is nuts. And the other ironic thing is that like a majority of the country is Catholic and a majority yeah. of the country supports him. Which is hmm. hmm. Makes you Something wonder. Doesn't add up there. Yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what you're saying is just <laughs> really relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got to talk Shoot. about that too, but that's for yeah. another time. It's not get type. too dark, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great little um, encapsulation of that whole first little segment where we were just like uh, encountering gender and sexual politics uh, in just being able to talk about um, your heritage. So Mm -hmm. that's perfect. And also to lead us back into uh, Philippinex music. Uh, Although, so you told me that this last one is actually a mexican tune i believe so yeah i've uh, do they play it in the philippines uh, i yeah i believe so yeah it's okay cool i originally yeah it's i found it on youtube that's where i find all my filipino music at the moment um i was just looking up like you know tutorials on how to play the banduria and there's just this one amazing very random video i found of a woman in the Philippines playing it with this amazing tremolo. Um, and I was super excited about it. And so I shared it with a friend, uh, Tyler Andal. Do you know him? He's a bow maker in Nashville. I do know him. Yeah. I went to a camp eight years ago, I think, that he taught. Oh, cool. In, in Nashville. Yeah. So I only know him because uh, Jake Blunt told me about him because he plays one of his bows. And I was like, oh, what? Filipino? Like, maker of things i have to look this person up so i you know friended him on instagram and so i'm not sure if am i pronouncing his last name right Andal? i don't know 
someone please correct me <laughs> if it's wrong but anyway so i found the video i'm like oh dude check this out and he's like oh yeah that's a mariachi tune and actually it's you know it's a uh, commonly played in like tech like kind of texas fiddle repertoire as well right on. so it's so from my understanding the mariachi tune name for it is jesusita and chihuahua became jc's polka became jesse's polka wow oh great and uh and sometimes i guess in the philippines it's also called palo sebo i might not be pronouncing that right and i think it's because it was used to be musical accompaniment for like a staged you know skit or something a performance of palo sebo which is uh, a game where you climb a very long greasy pole (laughs) cool fun (laughs) yeah uh just I, more I, of that Catholic repression. Wow. <laughs> Everyone on the long greasy pole. <laughs> oh, the long greasy pole. Let's go. Yeah, with this joyous music in the background. So that's the 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 long roundabout story that behind this is, tune. I will never hear that tune the same way ever again. Yeah, that's that, going to inform my playing somehow yeah, when I join is, you. That is a wonderfully joyous scene. Like I'm I'm thinking like the next like sort of Fantasia movie would start with this tune and a greasy pole climb animated. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Get excited. <laughs> We're gonna play a tune. <laughs> uh, but before before you do that, where do people go to hear your music to get your music to follow you on social media etc uh to buy uh, your violins to buy my violins five string they just (laughs) yeah Yeah. well the five strings for myself but you can commission me (laughs) um so my own personal website is araman violins so a-r-o-m-i-n violins.com and our duo website the vox hunters is just the vox hunters.com vox v-o-x uh, we are also on Instagram at Aram and Violins and at the Vox Hunters. Uh, We're findable. Is that it? I think. Yeah, we have a book out of all Rhode Island music. We just released our album this past April, so not just, but <laughs> the Recently, beginning of yeah. the pandemic of all Rhode Island music, uh, Filipino music to come. <laughs> Can't and, wait. Yeah, I think. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is so delightful to see yeah. you again. Uh, I would have liked to have made a point to see you at some point this year um, to make my way over there, but obviously that wasn't in the cards. So this is the we'll, uh, next best thing. We'll pick up when it happens and pretend that anything before that, that didn't happen. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least we're here playing in real time together, so... Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just as good. Alrighty. So, Jesusita and Chihuahua, aka JC's Polka, aka yes. Jesse's Polka, aka Pablo Sebo, the greasy pole tune. I'm and writing all that played down. Played by, you know, uh, a, a fiddle and a concertina that don't uh, speak the language but have learned the tune. Uh, here we go. One, two, Thank you. 
visit the Vox Hunters website at thevoxhunters.com, that's V-O-X, to purchase their latest album and songbook, The Ocean State Songster. And if you're in the market for a new fiddle, head on over to aramanviolins.com, check the show notes for spelling, and contact Armand there. Make sure to follow both the Vox Hunters and Araman Violins on Instagram. Support Get Up in the Cool at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Next month is Get Up in the Cool month, so that might be a great time to sign on, especially if you're feeling inspired after the extra special guests that I feature. Order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's merch store. Make sure to like and follow Get Up in the Cool on Facebook so you can see the video I posted from this episode and share it with the world. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional banjo series. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And everything I mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.